Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Rick Zamprin, sports director, former voice of the Hamilton Tiger Cats at 900 CHML in Hamilton, joins me on the program because the NHL news today circles around Evander Kane. And I probably use the word circles because he plays for the Sharks. San Jose Sharks, Evander Kane, is denying the athletic rights. Allegations that he gambled on NHL games, saying in a statement this morning that he's looking forward to cooperating fully with the league's investigation into the matter. Rick, you know what's going on. Um, What's your take on this? Because it all began with an Instagram post, we're told, uh, on a site, again, that we're told is operated by Evander Kane's estranged wife. Yeah, Anna Kane opening up the floodgates uh, on this story. And uh, by the way, good afternoon, Roy. Great to be on the show. But yeah, really opening up the floodgates in terms of uh, a variety of issues. Number one being the gambling scenario, alleging that Evander Kane um, uh, potentially bet on San Jose Jarks games and to lose and then would you know, try his best to throw the game and win some money to pay back some of his gambling debts. Uh, here's a guy who's made millions of tens of millions of dollars in his NHL playing career, but has racked up tens of millions of dollars in debt uh, and in gambling debt. So that was one scenario. The other scenario, which I'm sure the NHL is concerned about, but not to a the same extent, just on being a bad dad. And obviously, these two uh, individuals are going through a uh, a separation and, and an impending divorce. So things are getting heated. So. There's two sides to the story. The NHL, in terms of the betting angle, is now trying to figure out uh, if that side, the the gambling side, is true. Yeah, and uh, the Athletic also writes, in January, Kane filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy, listing debts of $26.8 million and assets of $10.2 million. And he signed, what was it, a 40-something million dollar contract? Uh, $49 million over seven years. Over seven years. Which is biggest contract to date. This is after making millions with the Winnipeg Jets and, and the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, you know, a, a, a Las Vegas casino had taken him to court for an unpaid gambling debt uh, that he had uh, failed to repay. So, you know, the, the gambling um, scenario is there. That, that part of it is true, obviously. But, you know, whether or not he threw games and bet on San Jose Sharks games or NHL games, that's what the National Hockey League and, and de- what Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly had said uh, earlier today is that uh, they're going to be launching a full investigation. And we should say that Kane has said that he's going to participate fully in that uh, investigation. Yeah, and you're always innocent until, until you're not. And uh, I found it interesting that he said, Rick, that, quote, here's his quote, even against the advice of my legal team, I feel strongly that the public and fans hear this directly from me. I have never gambled bet on hockey, never gambled bet on a Sharks game, never gambled bet on any of my games, and never thrown a hockey game. So against legal advice, he's stepping forward and speaking. And that, to me, delivers a degree of credibility. Well, I think so wholeheartedly. Here's the guy who's you know been in the league for nine, nine plus seasons. Um, his, his response was strong. Um, it was very succinct. Um, whether you believe him or not, you know, that's that's the other side of the equation because, uh, you know, here's an individual that if he has bet on any sort of games, he's going to make the strongest possible denial uh, that he can. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see, A, how they conduct this investigation, how far back they go. 
uh, because they might go further than just, you know, he's not only played in San Jose, but as I mentioned, in Buffalo and Winnipeg as well. You know, how deep this probe goes, that, that's really going to fascinate me. Yeah, Anna Kane, uh, again, this is uh, another another account. This is the uh, Toronto Sun writing. Anna Kane was forced to sell her wedding ring. This is what mm-hmm. in, she says in her uh, Instagram post in order to buy formula for the couple's baby while Evander Kane parties in Europe. Clearly, there's no love lost between those two. But, uh, you know, the investigation, how do you suspect the investigation will go forward? How do you start this kind of thing? Well, I think, number one, uh, the NHL is going to have to sit down with uh, Evander Kane and his legal representation. I think they will definitely be involved in this process. You know, they'll, they'll talk to his teammates. They have to be involved because, you know, the NHL has to determine whether or not uh, any betting took place. And that might be easier said than done because, you know, if transactions were made electronically or even not, if there's any kind of paper trail, you know, that'll, I think, will be easy to uncover. But if there isn't, you know, talking to his teammates, uh, coaches, trainers, uh, people around the arena, um, that's probably where they're going to start. And then, you know, you kind of backtrack from there. But if, if they find something, my guess is it'll probably, you know, be uncovered relatively quickly. Yeah, my sense too. Now, uh, to switch to another issue, right? We played the clip uh, from uh, Penny uh, Alexiak. You interviewed her. What was that like? You know what? I going into it, and whenever you interview, you know, whether it's a big celebrity, uh, you know, a major politician, a sports superstar like Penny Alexiak, you have a preconceived notion of how the interview is going to go. And she blew me away in terms of her humility, uh, her honesty. Um, her recollection of literally every inch of the pool that she swam uh, in her uh, freestyle uh, final, and um, obviously the next night capturing uh, you know yet another medal with the four by one hundred medley uh, relay team, which was a phenomenal occurrence. And so I interviewed her after her uh, fourth place finish, and um, she was very excited about 2024, already looking ahead to the Paris Olympics, in which she'll be. 24 years of age, um, so she can compete in Paris. She can go to 2028. Who knows? Maybe even 2032 if she if she's still a competitive swimmer at that point. Uh, but as I said, very humble, very thankful of the people who has supported her along the way, including coaches, uh, teammates, and even competitors who push her to be her best. You know, that was an extremely fast 100 uh, meter freestyle final in which the top five finishers all surpassed their personal best record. So that's amazing, isn't it? Isn't yeah. that, I mean, that is just an amazing uh, occurrence. Right? Top five all uh, better their personal bests, and she gets the gold. It's it's remarkable. I mean, in terms of her talent level, and she let's let's not forget she's only twenty one. She doesn't that's even right. have a peak yet, yeah. which yeah. is scary. Yeah. You know, five years ago in Rio, she wins four medals. She's won three. I mean, the sky's the limit. She will, if she continues on this pace, on this path, she will be a double-digit medal winner, which, you know, is just unthinkable in terms of Canadian athletes, but she is a special one. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how many I have. <laughs> You're seven behind, Roy. As in <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> How do you you're, know this? You're within uh, <laughs> you're within closing distance. You're gaining on it. Listen, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day when I could hit a golf ball reasonably far, I did <laughs> I, I did stumble into winning a, a tournament, and and nobody was more surprised than me because it was the Stableford system and nobody knew who won. And then they said, <laughs> I, you know, I I think some I think the fix was <laughs> on that one. Somebody wanted me to stop whining about not winning a golf tournament. Oh, 
Jeez. Right. Well, maybe right. one maybe one day you can convince Golf Canada to put you on the Olympic team. Paris twenty twenty four, Roy Green, gold I, medal winner. I think Golf Canada should investigate the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Rick, uh, one more word from you, because you're such a great CFL fan, and you did such a remarkable job as the voice of the Tiger Cats. Um, and you still do the uh, fifth quarter on 900 CHML after all the Tiger Cat games. How excited are you about the, the upcoming CFL season? Oh, I'm bursting out of my skin. I mean, I think all CFL fans are in that same boat because... You know, there was no season last year. There was all that talk of all the money that teams had lost between 60 and $80 million. You know, the XFL talk, is this league going to be a league in 2021? Um, they couldn't figure out the financial picture last year in terms of a bubble format in Winnipeg. Obviously, the pandemic playing a huge part in that. But finally, we're just days away. Thursday's the season opener. Ticats in Winnipeg, a rematch of the 2019 final, the last CFL game we actually watched as human beings. And it's fantastic because, you know, after a year and a bit, uh, all these guys haven't played. They're, you know, amped up to uh, to shake off the rust and get it going. And as uh, football fans, CFL fans, we just can't wait. This is, this is going to be remarkable. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.